guys so finally i have summed up courage to start my podcast and i'm excited about it <laughs> and to think i'm starting on such a beautiful day the 14th of february valentine's day not as if i take valentine's day seriously because i think there's a lot of crap going on in the name of valentine's day but that's topic for another day however thank you for joining and listening in on my podcast my very first episode yay <laughs> I'm Annabelle Burry. Thank you. This is my very first um, episode on Defined Odds. And like I said in the intro, um, this podcast is geared towards um, empowering women, enabling women to come out of their shells and realize that they can be whatever they want to be. They can do whatsoever they want to do as long as it benefits society and it makes our world a better place. That is my passion. That is something I've always wanted to do, to tell young women and even older women and my contemporaries that, look, the fact that you're a woman does not limit you. The fact that you're where you are today financially as a woman or where society has conveniently placed you does not mean you should sit there like a sitting duck and do nothing to come out of it. I believe strongly that women are strong. I believe that it takes a lot for a woman to be held down. That is why you see that even in struggling societies, in war-torn societies, you see that although women suffer a lot, um, you know, they are very vulnerable women and children, but you see they live. A lot of them stay alive. And why do they usually stay alive? Mostly for their children. Yeah. Okay, let me tell you a story. I'm in Nigeria, I'm a Nigerian, and I kind of know a lot about the ongoing Boko Haram war in the northeast of Nigeria. And um, I know that this has caused a lot of displacement and a lot of um, crazy experiences for women, rape, uh, hunger, and a lot of abuses, so much that you can't even imagine. So, but I had this very intriguing story a long time ago. Someone told me that there was this woman whose um, hometown, her community had been ravaged by Boko Haram and she had a child. She needed to protect her child because she knew that if she was caught, she was either going to be abducted to become a wife of one of the insurgents or, of course, she was going to be killed and her child probably abducted or killed too. So she thought, what could she do to uh, kind of protect herself and her child, particularly her child, until she was able to get to safety. So apparently she was in one of those um, detached communities. And that was in Adamawa State from what I read and heard. The insurgents attacked as usual and everybody scampered to the hills for safety and security. And you know what she did? She discovered that by the next day, she could be abducted or she could die and her child could go for it too. What she did was she pretended to be mad as in she acted like someone who had mental issues with her child and did that for a very long time. She left where she was and she kept walking, made sure her clothes looked tattered and torn, pretended completely like she was an insane person walked for a very long distance, hid her child under the pile of clothes she had on in the name of a mad woman and was able to find herself in one of the military protected areas that there were IDP camps. Like, seriously, I wish I knew that woman. I doff my heart for the strength, the sheer strength and the wisdom to even do that for the sake of her child. Look, this is what intrigues me about women. I am a woman and I know how it feels to want to 
like just break out of difficult situations because trust me i've been in very difficult situations i can't begin to tell you but you see like that woman who was able to come out of that very extremely dangerous and difficult situation just by using her senses and because she had a deep sitting love for her child and the will to survive and she did it Today, she's probably alive, living a better life somewhere in Bruno State or Adamawa State where she comes from. So you see, I believe strongly in the power of a woman. I believe strongly in the innate strength of women. These are the things I think of every day that make me happy and thankful that I am a woman. A lot of women go about saying, ah, I wish I were a man. You know, it's a man's world. I'd be able to take charge. I'd be able to do this. But trust me, you're making a mistake. I believe strongly that women are more, they are more a threat to, to men or they are a threat to men. That is why you see over time, generations after generations, men have tried and have come up with cultures, traditions, and notions that have held women down. They know how powerful women could be. Okay, no, I'm not start, I'm not trying to start a war between men and women. No, I'm not for that at all. I strongly respect men, and I believe that um, men are powerful too in their own ways, but trust me, I believe that women are more powerful mentally spiritually and in so many aspects than men well i'm a woman so i know these things i feel these things talk about our intuition alone we just know this we know things what a man would just look out look at at face value and walk away a woman will see beyond in situations where people are confused and do not know what to do just give a woman a wise woman now time to think and she will fashion a way out. Men have the bravado, they, they have that thing about ah, trying to form powerful. You know, Nigerian men, ah, I am the head of the house, I am this, I am a man, blah, 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 all that balderdash. But seriously, most times who provides solutions to issues? It's the woman. Okay, Nigerians, have you noticed that some of the best ministers we have had in Nigeria have been women? Talk about the Ngozi Okonjo Ewealas. Former Minister of Finance. You see, women are just absolutely fantastic. Women are doing great things. But unfortunately, we live in a society where they undermine what women do. As a matter of fact, this is something that breaks my heart a lot. If a woman stands out in her field, the first thing that crosses the average Nigerian man's mind is, oh, she's probably sleeping with some rich dude. Because over time, we've come to believe that women cannot amount to anything except they are hooked to some kind of powerful, rich and powerful man. And it breaks my heart when I see these things. Because I know even as my little self in my small corner, I know I have achieved so much all by myself. And of course, by the grace of God and support from other people. But definitely not because I am married to some rich man or I am in a relationship with some rich man or... No, most times it's either, it's mostly on merit or just grace, mostly. Or you see a lot of us are misunderstood and it, it, it breaks my heart that when we are told these things over and over, fellow women begin to believe these things of themselves. They believe they cannot achieve anything without some kind of powerful man supporting them. They believe they cannot 
think for themselves. That saddens me a lot. You cannot think for themselves and come up with solutions except, of course, some man helps them. This breaks my heart because women are undermining the level of sheer innate inborn natural strength the universe has endowed on them, on us. Now, this is why I have a passion for women. I have a passion to see women break out of these societal chains and molds that have kind of stifled us over the years. I remember far back as um, 10 years ago, yeah, 10 years or even more, I remember writing down a vision and it was because I felt strongly in my heart that um, a lot of women have been held bound because of mistakes they have made, not by any choice of theirs. Most times, it is men that cause these mistakes and then the women can no longer move on with their lives. They become rejects, they become degenerates and they, they, they end up dying, not achieving what they should have achieved, what they were created to achieve. These are strong, intelligent women. You see them struggle through life. Why? For mistakes like unwanted pregnancies. Do you know that most unwanted pregnancies are blamed on the female child or the girl or the woman, so to say? But do you know that it takes two to tango? Do you know that a lot of times those girls are practically forced into having sex with men? Some are raped and they get pregnant. They, they are helpless. They, they don't know how to go about it. They don't know what to do. And because of stigma and shame, they hide it until it becomes public knowledge. And then their parents send them out. All the blame comes down on them. And then you see them become amount to nothing in life. These were once promising young girls. I see that a lot of times. And I had this vision at that time to create like an academy. I know, I know it sounds very lofty, but you know, I was kind of young at the time. But I had this vision to create like an academy, like a school for girls, victims of teenage pregnancy who have been abandoned by their families and are not able to go back to school. I made up my mind I was going to build a school where I could have them attend school, get teachers to teach them and they could um, aspire to whatever they wanted to aspire to in life. Because I see society failing these girls day in, day out. These are women that could end up becoming ministers, vice presidents, the Kamala Harris's, the Michelle Obama's of our generation and generations to come. But because of one simple mistake they have made, we tend to relegate them to the background. We tend to leave them dejected and we see nothing good coming out of them. I think this is totally unfair. I think this is absolutely unfair because the man, on the other hand, who got these girls pregnant, most times they, they go ahead and lead their normal lives go to school, turn out good for themselves, then go marry some other young girl and do well and have children while this other girl is suffering. It breaks my heart when I see these things. And I, I saw it very close to me. Like I saw it happen like close to home. So it's not like I'm just creating a, a kind of um, idea from what I think is happening. No, this is something I saw happen. So you see, this is the reason why I think women, we should start thinking about how to turn our fortunes around, particularly in this part of Africa, Nigeria. There's a lot of potentials in Nigerian women because Nigerian women, I believe, are really, really strong women. And I know that all things being equal, we would rule the world. So why not start somewhere? 
kind of start in our minds and start changing our ideas about what we can amount to in life. Stop sitting down there like a lame duck telling yourself that I am the weak, weaker vessel. Um, if I'm not married, I cannot be this. If I like seriously, no, stop it. Like some people will say that's the lie of the devil. Nothing can hold you down except you allow it to. We have allowed society hold us down for too long. It's about time we broke out of this mental slavery that we have put ourselves in or that we have found ourselves. Let us start educating our daughters, educating ourselves, reading, breaking out of this mold that society has created to kind of shaping us. No, please no. You can be whoever you want to be. You can aspire to whatever height you want to aspire to. Just be ready to do the work. Put in the work. Just put in the effort. And things will begin to work out for you. The universe does not discriminate against women. The universe in itself, or if you like, God, does not discriminate against women. I think what discriminates against women is the society we have built. It's culture. It's tradition that we have passed on from generation to generation. These are the things that have created a society where we do not have equal pay, as though women are lesser humans than men. It breaks my heart. You walk in, you, you put in the same effort in an organization and you see that a man is being projected, a man is being promoted way ahead of you simply because you are a woman. These are the things we should begin to speak up against. These are the things we should begin to change, not by fighting men, no, but by creating a society where we become indispensable, where solutions cannot be attained except they come to us. If a woman has a solution, it will come to you. If you provide what they need to achieve whatever they want to achieve, they will come to you. So why not better ourselves rather than wait for these things to fall in our laps and hope and pray and come up with funny, funny groups that want to fight and speak up against inequality, blah, 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 just make money off it without putting in the work. Why don't we just decide? To put in the work one woman at a time build our minds begin to make use of the sheer innate strength that the universe has endowed upon us women and i believe we can change the course of history we can change the world for crying out loud there have been great women but we seem to just talk about all these things when we are making speeches at the Indira Gandhi's, blah, 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 the Margaret Thatcher's. But we don't raise our girl child to understand that they can attain to such heights and even do better. Mm -hmm. Like in my country, Nigeria, I, I don't know when we're going to have our first female vice president, talk more of president. But we can start today to work towards that. We can start to build mentally strong women and start to build women with great minds so that someday we can take over the reins and begin to do what we are supposed to do to change the world. I believe strongly that the world would have been a more peaceful place and a better place to live in if there were more female leaders. Mm, call me biased, but seriously, that's what I think. Because I think women have the ability to be more balanced when it comes to taking such decisions that have to do with lives, wars, and things like that. So it would have been better if we had a balanced proportion of male and female in leadership positions. I think the world would have been way better for us. 
and we probably wouldn't be where we are today in a country like Nigeria, we're ravaged by banditry, a, a lot of criminalities, insurgency, Boko Haram, all those things. But I think if women were given more opportunities to speak up and come up with ideas as to how to end these criminalities, I think we can we can forge ahead better and we'll, we'll be able to come up with solutions faster. So all I've been saying in essence is women have the ability to change the world. So it's about time we started accepting that we can do it too. We do not have to continue staying in the shadow of men. Culture, tradition, religion has been able to hold us down for so long. But it's about time we broke out of that and started thinking like human beings, not second-class human beings, because we are not second-class human beings. We are as much um, human as the man is. We have equal stake in this world. So I believe that women should begin to think more of themselves and break out of this chains that have held us bound for so long. So thank you for listening to my uh, first episode on Defying the Odds. It was nice chatting to you and I hope to have guests from time to time where we can discuss topical issues that affect the woman. This is just me laying the background for what our discussions are going to be like. We're going to be considering issues that can make the woman better. And so I I just want to use this to like say thank you for joining, use this platform to say thank you for listening in and um, thank you for bearing with my ramblings. I love to chat, but I love to talk sense. And I hope this will be an opportunity for us to rub minds and come up with great ideas that will move women forward, that will make our societies better places to live in, safer places to live in, and will make women more confident that they can and they should be making a difference. Thank you and have a good night. Bye.